You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast, brought to you ad-free with the support of our patrons. Visit mashthosebuttons.com or stay tuned after the show for more details. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Dropping Spicy, a Mash Those Buttons podcast dedicated to Apex Legends, its development, and the community. I'm your host, Josh Kinder, also known as Kinder. I am joined today by Matthew, I guess the Havoc isn't dead, Crowl, also known as Exomat. <laughs> Again with the fucking silent <laughs> Jesus Christ. And we are joined by a community member, Whiskey Sticks. Uh, I don't know if you put your real name in there before you deleted it right when I looked at it. I put whiskey uh, sticks. My real name is Tegan Paulin. Oh, I knew that. Tegan Paulin. Hey. Tegan Paulin, also known as Whiskey Sticks. First of all, we'd like to welcome any first-time listeners and first-time guests to the stream. If you'd like to become part of the Dropping Spicy community, please join us at mash.gg slash discord, where you can meet the hosts and fellow Apex players like our man Whiskey Sticks here. As always, our intro music is brought to you by Rifty Beats. That's uh, R-I-F-T-I. You can find him on YouTube and SoundCloud. We are live streaming and recording at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Tuesday, June the 22nd for release on possibly June the 23rd. <laughs> we'll see. It all depends on um, when we feel like process. releasing, you know, sometimes we're quick. Sometimes we can take a little while. Right. We, it seems like we've been releasing a lot more on Fridays. Um, I say make them wait. That, yeah. Yeah. The, the editing is kind of out of my control. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, things have been busy on the back end. Yeah. Yeah. Got lots, a lot of stuff going on. Hey. No money in the budget. I know, right? Uh, Honestly, we need more people to subscribe to the yeah. uh, uh, Patreon. I tried showing Speaking them, showing them what was up, but exactly, dude. Yeah. Speaking of which, we're overdue for an extra spicy. We gotta record that soon. I have <laughs> to just boost the Patreon. The Patreon levels up a couple bucks. My man drinking a natty light over here. Hell hey, yeah. that's cool. <laughs> and I'm wearing a Budweiser shirt. Like, what the fuck is this? I think if I just advertise now then they might sponsor me later right right oh dude that'd be sick to have a beer uh like a like a beer company like a <laughs> that bush or something awesome. that'd be so sick Hell yeah. all right we got a few topics for you guys today uh we're going to start off with an announcement some short topics after that then our weekend apex our quick tip corner and then crazy's community survey uh and we're really probably going to riff a while on the community survey i know it sounds boring but there's a lot to riff on there uh, there's a lot to some good stuff here today yeah, yeah, I, I think it'll actually be pretty interesting. Um, news in the Apex world right now is relatively slow, but it's kind of the calm before the storm thing because uh, it feels like there's a lot coming, you know, from the Twitter activity and everything. Uh, we just don't have any big clues uh, on what's actually going to happen other than like a, a possible teaser for Skulltown, but we'll talk about that later. First of all, we'll start for our announcements. Uh, this previous weekend, we held the Protect the President Challenge event, and Farrah Floss played to prove he was a champ. Didn't have any any other teammates, so he ran solo queue as Lobo in trios, and still pulled three second place finishes and one third place to earn the champion title for this event. Uh, good fucking work, Farrah Floss. Yeah, um, dang man, you always feel it. It's ridiculous. Uh, I hate that I didn't get to play. You know, as you guys know, I was out last week. Had a family member pass away, so. 
been away from my PC for an entire fucking week and then some. Then got an offer for a new job. <laughs> and I'm starting that tomorrow. I had to quit my other job today. That's why you couldn't shoot uh, tonight. I know, right? Fucking hell, dude. Like, this shit has been non-fucking stop. And, like, our entire family, like, people I haven't seen in, like, seven, eight years, uh, they were, like, at our house, like, chilling. My grandmother was there. And she's got, like, you know, very mild dementia and shit. Oh. Yep. And uh, it was just, like, fuck, dude. Like, I don't know what to do with all this. It's, like, my fucking executive dysfunction shit you know with adhd is just like fucking going off um speaking of which uh that that was off topic like a motherfucker <laughs> hey man it's cool it's cool hey we're people here all right we have people yeah. shit going on exactly yeah. you can cut that shit out Kura. fuck off uh <laughs> <laughs> If you have any suggestions for other events that we can uh, host, please post your feedback in the weekly poll or drop by Discord and leave your feedback in the DS Community Events channel. Please check the community poll at the Master Discord and the Dropping Spicy Announcements channel. We're now also featured in the Kinetics Apex Legends Discord under Dropping Spicy Podcast. The poll releases at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time every Friday and stays open until midnight the following Wednesday. Uh, and drop your boy crazy a, uh, a nice thank you uh, in the Discord because that man has been doing crazy work on these things the lord's uh, work yeah no yeah it's the lord's work and it's all voluntary too like we don't pay this guy <laughs> of course we don't get paid either but you know yeah it is what it is all right uh so matt looks like you were uh hitting up yeah. on big news here so uh yeah. you want to lead us off with that okay so we we have some perspective big news and and it's weird. It's it's much like what we we three here are going on with in real life, where you meet some person at a bar and they're like, "Yo, I was born in like 2002 or 2000." <laughs> you know what it is now? And you're like, "Oh shit!" How old? <laughs> much I? like that. There are people in Apex who don't know what Skulltown is. Never even heard of it, or maybe That's you've true. heard of it, but yeah, I say there's like, a lot of people that don't know what Skulltown is. Yeah, yeah. And um I, I think when was it yeeted? Was that season five? I don't know. It's been I a while. I remember, dude. It's been it's a been while. too long. It's been like most of a year, it feels like. But in any case, big dog Ryan K. Rigney, director of comms at Apex Legends, says that there are some big patch notes coming Thursday. And this was uh a retweet of a tweet from Apex Legends. That had some really weird designs going on, and a weird little like, eh, like, like, uh, text art of a skull, and it said, "What if we brought back Skulltown?" So Ooh. either some intern over there is just mega trolling all of us, in which case we need to get out <laughs> some torches and pitchforks, or, right. or there's gonna be some beautiful things. And and let me tell you what, I bet I, anything. That it's going to be Skull Town in arenas. I think like, yeah. Straight yeah. Up. yeah. But I'll tell you what, <laughs> if you haven't played Skull Town before, you better learn about Skull Town. It's going to be <laughs> you interesting. You're going to learn today. <laughs> and you complain about third parties now, but have you ever got down with like 15 squads in an area the size of estates? Uh, what would you? Estates? <laughs> yeah. Like, like an area the size slightly bigger than estates with like. Four story tall buildings and then like a hundred houses. That's big, to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't know. It was it was pretty funky though. It was in the best possible way with giant skeleton <laughs> bones going over the top too. Yeah, where the third party comes in and cleans up the last squad that won Skulltown. 
And by third party, <laughs> we mean like tenth party. Right, right. Like there's Skull Town, and then like when everyone in Skull Town is dead but one team, there's usually like three squads left in the whole map. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah, you win Skull Town, wonder... you win the map, win the game. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's just, just like all the loot, all the teams. Like you know, you just get everything when you're done. Yeah. I think. Uh, I wonder if the skull, like ASC two art. Uh, I wonder if that is like a jab at the super failed. Uh, um, what the hell is it called? Like the you know what event where they drop hints uh, about what's coming and shit. There's a fucking term for that. Uh, yeah. In Overwatch, when they were releasing. Um, uh what's her name the the hispanic uh Oba. uh character in that game that uh He's talking about Overwatch, had to teleport Sean. the hacker oh, oh. What the fuck is her name uh, anyway the hacker gloria? in Overwatch, they had like you know uh do what gloria no it's not <laughs> wow i have completely forgotten her name sombra thank you oh, oh sombra's big um, yeah like I, I think it's called an arg or something like that but oh. um like they they did this whole okay. event and it was just like complete trash like very little information and like people would figure it out and then there'd be like no more information it was like a little extra trickle of shit and it was like people were just getting so pissed off and it went on for so long and it was just like fucking just drop the goddamn character dude see uh, the one with um ash that was a cool quest line that was a cool quest line yeah yeah that that was cool but that was also apex <laughs> you yeah. know not overwatch yeah. It became kind of a meme in the in Overwatch for a long time. Okay. Uh, and the skull like text stuff was kind of uh that was Sombra's like whole thing, you know, like uh, her whole like symbol and everything was the skull thing. Okay. So I'm wondering if that's poking fun of that. I can see that. I can see that. Uh what else did you notice today, Exo? All right. So um I, I swear maybe I don't know what's going on. I swear the snow texture was different. I haven't noticed any patches since like last week, but I haven't spent that much time in World's Edge um recently. Right. But I swear the snow looked fluffier, but I've been noticing tire tracks on World's Edge. And then I'm thinking, like, I, we've all been wanting, because th- let's be real here, like, biggest beef with World's Edge is um, you can get ringed out in weird ways. And it, it gets very frustrating, especially when it was ranked in World's Edge. So one especially way to make... They, remember when they buffed the ring? Oh, yeah, that was oh, awful. Yeah. That, was, that, was, that was rough, boys. That was rough. But... um. One way that people have suggested for a while now, ever since Tridents came on, it's like, why not slap some of them bad boys in there? That'd be interesting. And I mean, it's not like it's any different than flying to your death off the edge of Olympus, you know, than flying into a lava chasm, you know? Yeah. Right, right. They could easily so. put a couple like mini ramps over like the chasms too, you know, just a couple wedges so you could jump off them. But put some like giant vehicle jump pads on. <laughs> I noticed something different. I noticed yeah, tire true. tracks. Yeah, I noticed the tire tracks too, but I didn't think anything of it. I, was I like, haven't oh, seen tire know, tracks in that map before. I swear. I've not seen I tire tracks. Them. And wouldn't it be sick if they had some kind of like Jeep or Warthog type situation? Right. They're just going to reskin the Trident anyway. Like, you know, who cares about that? Well, I, maybe, maybe it wouldn't hover. I'd be fine with just having a Trident, to be totally honest with you. But. Totally different yeah. physics, though, to have a vehicle on the ground rolling than to have the hover. Yeah, thing. yeah, but like you can see how having the tires would like make it interesting, mm. right? I'm thinking they might do um, like they did in Halo Reach, and you know, I had like a single person four wheeler type. Yeah, situation yeah, like there. a quad. Yeah, I could see that. That'd be fun. 
to be honest, like it's not like they tried to rush this. If they've decided they were going to put vehicles in coming up, then they've been working on this probably for like a year and a half. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, most likely. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I don't know if anybody else has noticed the tire tracks or anything before. Um, Exo pointed out, and you know, now I can't unsee them. It was literally like twenty minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so if if anyone uh, has insight on that, uh, if there were for sure already tire tracks over on World World's Edge, or there for sure wasn't, let us know. Uh, but it's just a cool little tidbit that we uh, that Exo noticed, and now I can't unsee. Yeah, <laughs> I think there's um, definitely going to be something yeah. coming. I mean, yeah, they even said like a month ago that this was going to be a really slow month, but a lot was coming afterwards. Right. Yeah. Right. And I, I remember when they were saying that, and it was like, okay, you know, the the fact that they like are courteous enough to say, "Hey, look, shit's gonna go down, but it's gonna be slow for a minute." But the, but they uh, had you know, that helps us as content creators too. It, it felt bad when I heard them say that, and everybody was like bummed out, and I was like, "Dude, like, how spoiled is this community? We just got a right. brand new game mode." Yeah, we are legit. Oh shit, uh, we are legit a fucking spoiled ass community. <laughs> like I am not gonna lie. And we are about to get another such a steady stream of content though. And it took a yeah. whole season, I think, to go from like having Apex to having ranked. And we're about to get uh, arenas ranked too. It sounds like. I mean, I don't know if it's gonna be like next week, like or Thursday, or like next, next update. You know, next season. Yeah, I-, I would be fine with next season, frankly. I mean, right, I look forward right. to it, but you know what I'm saying, like. Might as well do it right. Yeah. I mean, if they, they should probably test a whole season of arenas and then take that info and, you know, tweak the ranked. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Because any critique we have, we're going to feel much more strongly if there's a ranked version. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Uh, also, what up, SD Core, with the, with the hitting us with hey! the sub? It's been a while since we've seen you up in here, man. Big pogs. All right, uh, let's move on to our a uh, couple of our short topics here. So, uh, Whiskey, you want to take us through the arenas thing here? All right. Well, Play Apex just tweeted, quote, just dropped another update to trigger the biweekly arenas map rotation. This week, it's Golden Gardens out, artillery back in. Update your tactics accordingly, legends. Smiley face with sunglasses, end quote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a teleprompter reading here. Uh, <laughs> hey, it's in quotations. So, yeah. It needed to be read, right? Exactly. Right. So, uh, so I mean, you know, go ahead, go ahead. Um, they said weekly. They said gardens out artillery back in. I was just playing uh, arenas yesterday, and I was playing both of those maps. Yep. So I think uh, I, I uh, let me double check when that tweet came out. But I swear it was like last day or two i was doing that i was playing last night like late into the night yeah running, running both of those maps was that today am i just uh, like it says just tweeted in our notes uh, so that was june 17th yeah. so that was last week oh uh, yeah weird did it, did it already switch over again i don't know man i They're don't know i thought it was every two weeks yeah they were i was weird. on four maps yesterday yeah <laughs> but anyways um I actually kind of was upset when artillery got taken out because I had just felt comfortable on, on the strategy for it. Um, I started sacrificing my favorite legend to make sure I picked a, a legend that could take the high ground fast because any team that takes that ledge side fast when that's the strong side dominates. Yeah. If you get stuck down low and you can't get up there 
it's it's pretty much game over as long as they're competent obviously yeah right right yeah for uh, sure. i don't think i actually got to play um uh on artillery yet uh in arenas but it does sound like a really cool area it's fun man i've had i think i've had mm-hmm. my best times i think i've played uh artillery the most overall yeah. too but That's i had a crazy you, yeah early season you played it more when it first came out and that tournament too i i grinded freaking we played like two hours but we yeah i've I've played like i've probably played like five or ten hours of arenas hopefully but um i like there's been some cool times on there man like like on that ledge, there's some insane fights, the verticality, and actually Horizon, who's been kind of out of fashion lately, is pretty nice up there. Yeah, she is. Yeah, I can imagine she would be really good for that. And the Pathfinder's probably sick too, actually. Yeah, Pathy and Valk is huge. Yeah, yeah. Because if two of you are up there, you can kind of hold three generally, you know, mm-hmm. off until your buddy gets up. Even Rev is sneaky good on that map for that high side because Rev can climb up those little pillars and yeah. get all the way up without having right. to trump up, which is you nice. You be sneaky breaky about it too. You're, you could have a rev flank if you guys are fighting side to side on that ledge. Yeah. You know, and the ring's tightening. Your rev can be underneath, walk with no sound, and you can be trading on one side, keeping them busy, and then rev can sneak up the back. That does sound like a, a really good strat. So you're talking about the uh, the area with like the broken down building that used to be the back of artillery, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because exactly. most teams, most teams, if the rings on that side are pushing for that ledge immediately, because if you let the other team push all the way over to your side, and you yep. can't take that ground when the ring closes, you're forced to go down low, and now you're just sitting underneath them, and you have no way up. Or you, yeah. you know, if you have a character that can get up there, you're pushing up in their face. Exactly. Right. And, and yeah. it's the same thing we talked about when arenas first came out. You know, this, this mode's a lot, a lot more about map control, which is something that uh, Apex has kind of lacked a little bit in. It's been there, but it hasn't been as intense. Uh, and now that you have this game type, it's like all or nothing. That's that's it. You know, I, I don't um, think map control is that important on all the maps. I think it's really important on that one, and it, it's kind of weird how the metas have been shaken out in arenas because in the beginning everything was up in the air and and the matchmaking's all over the place and every once in a while you'll run into a, a really good team and you try to i try to pick like a uh, a loadout and strategy that's kind of well-rounded so like right, right. i'm kind of prepared for a lot of things but some teams will just push a specific strategy fully and if you're not able to to play that style sometimes you just lose like yeah. right, right some teams will literally just take gibby and lifeline and sniper rifles and yeah they just I nail you those teams, <laughs> they just nail you and even if you outgun them a little bit and you down one or something like that bubble goes out lifeline reses or Gibby reses if it happens to be the lifeline down. And then it's like you're fighting the team twice. And if they pick up all the heals, you're shit out of luck. So. Yeah, right, right. I mean, it's a good strategy. You know, I'm, I'm, I'd like to see how the meta shakes out with people like countering that. And I'd like to see some high level play in arenas uh, with, you know, good counterplay to like, you know, full sniper stacks or. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, really heavy, like you know, mobility teams, things like that. 
yeah uh and the map control that goes along with it well the octane plays like i've seen some like i don't i haven't seen like like pro arena play but i've seen some high level and like i mean i've seen you do this too whiskey but like a good octane play if you like crack two people or knock someone with a flank with octane like yeah yeah they, they're they're so like bamboozled they're so they're so lost like yeah especially how the maps are kind of set up it's like it's almost like everybody runs to an area because that's the most important area usually by the ring yeah and then people are taking positions and fighting right and people are staying in cover because they don't want to die obviously um and sometimes you can use that to your advantage if you have two teammates that are good that are smart about healing then you can basically keep the team busy and as an octane you can flank because they they don't know where you are as soon as they go behind a box to heal you make a move they didn't see where you went and then all of a sudden they're getting hit from the side and it just kind of it just it just kind of flusters a team you know to just start getting shot in the back all of a sudden and even if you end up taking damage on that flank usually you can bail away and heal and your teammates push up and then you push up right after yeah Dude, thermal, thermal, freaking thermal, bro. The flanks on thermal are unreal. Oh, yeah. I, I got, I've gotten like very tilted there. That's a hard map. <laughs> I love it, though. The, like, rings, the, the few games that we had there, you, yeah. you remember that, like, uh, it was like 10 games or, or like a 10 round game or some shit like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, it was a sudden death. That, was uh, that shit was so fucking good, though. It was so fucking clutch, dude. And we ended up all like running bow checks at one point and just like peak firing and shit. The early days, the bow check, man. <laughs> oh man, and I know. <laughs> that's right. Too. That's another thing we forgot we were spoiled about. We got a new a new game mode, a new weapon that's a yeah. bow, <laughs> a new a new hero, a new legend, ago, a new legend. <laughs> a and then very they felt good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a great legend, a fun one. Yeah. Yeah. Probably, in my opinion, probably the most fun to actually like play, if not the you know mm-hmm. uh, most meta, and, and also the best lore. Yeah. Oh yeah, she From does have really good lore, dude. And it what? makes you feel guilty. <laughs> and then they come on Twitter and they're like, "Yeah, sorry guys, it's going to be slow for a few weeks." Right. <laughs> you just gave us everything. <laughs> I know, right? I love how this community can be sometimes. Like, I don't think most of the community is like you know giving a shit. But I'm sure there's a few people that like didn't get the memo that it's going to be slow for a month, and they're just like, "What, uh, bro? There's nothing fucking happening. This game is dead. Game it's abandoned." Uh, I just <laughs> yeah, there's always other people. Yeah, I just saw a tweet from like a, a more popular player in the community, like a higher level player, that he basically said, uh, "The game's getting worse and worse." And like I'm ready to quit the game. I'm like, what game are you playing, dude? Yeah, I know, right? Don't let the door hit you on the way out, bro. Jeez, I, I almost, <laughs> I almost replied. I was like, oh, see you later. So, <laughs> Peace, dude. and I, I didn't really think about this, which is silly because it makes sense. And I'm just offering some perspective because, like, for me and and a lot of us, like these these pro players are like kind of like aliens. You know, we're not. Mm-hmm. In the same plane of a lot of stuff, obviously skill level, but in other in thought process too. And it was and now this is Imperial Hell too. So like Imperial Hell is like you know very good player, and he's like, but and this is partially because he's a streamer, I think. But he was talking on stream. Somebody clipped this part, and he's like, he was saying something about like somebody was like, oh, what do you do? And you, what do you? What's your day like? And he's like, so I do my morning constitutional or whatever, however he phrase it. You know, shit, shower, shave, <laughs> eat breakfast whatever that means for him. 
And then he's like, yeah, and then I get on Apex. That's mm-hmm. every single day. Sometimes I get off a little bit early, but like it sounds like this dude's banging out like 12 hours or more at a time. And I, I don't watch his streams. You know, I don't I don't really watch very many Twitch streamers ever. I usually watch events on Twitch of anything. Yeah. Um right, right. and sometimes I'll watch certain streamers, but like for the most part I don't. So I guess that's normal for like I can see how some of these people are so jaded and so so frustrated all the time. When if you literally spend like 70, 80 hours a week playing a game, like a, I respect the dedication because that's got to be hard to stay interested at that point. But B, yeah. like, I don't know. Like, I, I could see why, like, certain things are being frustrated when you have to deal with it that much. Like, we all love the game here, but, like, Whiskey, you might, I think you play the most out of us, but I mean, you're not putting in, like, you're still, what, you're doing like 20 hours a week? I don't know how much. Lately, it's been a little slow, but yeah. um, when. Some of when- the- yeah, when things are good, it's it's like four hours a night for yeah. five or six nights, probably. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, roughly twenty, yeah. ten to thirty. And you know, I know you've you've had some some shit going on, Kendra. So like, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been around my computer. Uh, I mean, I don't know, like staying interested in the game because I remember when I was like in my early twenties, uh, just moved out. And all I fucking did was played Halo Reach. Like, that was my fucking life. Played Halo Reach on the Xbox 360, and it was just, like, all day, every day. If I was off if I was off work, if I was not working, and I wasn't with my girlfriend, I was playing fucking Halo Reach with my uh, my boy Kalka. And we would, like, split-screen ranked, you know, because that was a thing back then. Uh, we'd run split-screen ranked, and eventually we, we were just, like, absolutely destroying it, you know. And it super triggered, super salty about, you know, like, losing and things like that. Because we were just fucking good, and like that that kid brain, like that young adult brain of mine, was just entertained hour upon hour upon hour. And that game didn't have fucking updates like crazy. <laughs> you know, there wasn't there weren't events. You know, there weren't like new characters released. There wasn't any new map. Well, I mean, there's sometimes like once every six months if you were lucky, new maps. Um, and every now and then you'd get like uh like a different game mode, like you know rotating game modes through the weeks. Uh, but it was always fucking like ranked. That's what we were doing, ranked or SWAT. Uh, so I, I guess as we get older, you know, the the entertainment brain goes away and the responsibility brain, you know, kind of catches up or like the lazy, like, <laughs> I just want to fucking chill on my one day off of work for, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think that just kind of catches up with you. So I, I could see how these younger guys, especially <laughs> these younger streamers, can, you know, spend that much time with a game uh and you know be okay with it but as you get older you start getting more jaded and like the more or the less or the more that it takes to keep you like locked into a thing uh for so long you know make it worth your time uh worth spending your time on uh i think the easier it is for you to like just be fuck off you know everything's terrible about this and all uh and i think that's kind of a cautionary thing you know like good streamers are generally young Mm-hmm. Uh, pro players, you know, the one, streamers, ones sure. that you do high level play. Yep. You know, don't get me wrong; there's really great older streamers, but they're all content based. You know, right. they're right. there's not a whole lot of super high level pro older guys playing. Yeah. There's an exceptions to the rule. Sniped clearly, out. I'm sure there is. Um, but the vast majority of them are young guys, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I, I think that's where we have that disconnect. You know, them being kind of in an alien world. Even people in our community that spend hours and hours and hours and hours 
uh, like shout out, to, shout out to Agent. He's a young guy uh, oh, yeah. and spends just unreasonable hours on this game. And he's really fucking good compared to us. Uh, but we just don't have the mind for it anymore. You know, <laughs> it's just old man. Oh, brain sounds like excuses, bro. It sounds like excuses. It is an excuse, but it's also, uh, uh, it's also, I think a reasonable assumption. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't know. I think, I don't know the science behind this, but I feel like at a certain age, if you haven't, uh, devoted time to being faster at something like this, having a faster reaction time, I don't think you can learn a faster reaction time at a certain age. Like, right, right. I, I think if you had trained your reaction at a young age, you could carry it into your older age. But I don't think like starting to playing a, a fast twitch shooter that you have to track people on and also move really quickly on and notice six things in your peripherals that you have to account for and still shoot and hit all your shots. You know, yeah. and lock onto your targets really quick. You know, I don't think you can really improve that that much at an older age. Right, right. And I, I, I look to go down this thread a little bit further, too, because uh, I've noticed I, I've been playing mouse and keyboard for roughly eight, nine, ten years now. Uh, and I've never in all that time been as good uh, at mouse and keyboard as I ever was at uh, at controller play. Granted, I probably had significantly more hours on controller play, but even moving from one controller to another controller to another one, you know, mm-hmm. uh, those skills were were built over time. Now I I fucking have zero controller skill. I would have to just do months of practice. But um, I wonder if that's attributable to like the age thing. You know, when you're a kid, you know, you have that what they call it neuroplasticity. Neuroplasticity. It's uh, your ability to learn. Uh, new concepts and things like that, and that, that decreases over time. You know, it's a proven concept. Uh. Yo, SD, I just want to say, like, like these guys are just sitting here. You know, they, they they got their they got their dentures in. You know, they're just like, you know, <laughs> welcome to the old man gaming bro. podcast. I'm not saying oh, no. We, we do have we do have uh, a lot of older dudes in our crowd. You know, oh yeah, we got a mix. Uh, we got a mixed bag. It's very, that's true. Yeah, yeah. It's very common nowadays to see. You know, up to 40, pl- 40 plus year old guys, you know, that, that still enjoy video games and things well, like that. Fuck, dude. Around we, the time. We're at the age now where we grew up all playing video games. Exactly. So, you know, oh, shit, I was born in 89, and that was like right around the golden era of, you know, video games. I love my um, mom, but she's like a little like, I mean, she says new age, but like she's basically a hippie. Love her to pieces. So up, I, Adam, I, did, I did not. Beast. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I did not get to play much shooting games as a child, except at my buddy's house. And I lived in the middle of the boonies, so like <clears throat> Goldeneye. I had to like arrange. Oh yeah, I played it a few times. So my problem with with shooters and stuff was like all my buddies live like five ten miles away, so like it was like an event to like go there. Mm-hmm. So I'd go there, I'd get absolutely slapped, figuratively or literally, you know, yeah. uh, depending on the game. <laughs> and uh, so so I was like not super into shooting games as a kid because I just meant like oh I was about to get beat down um still loved it but you know what i mean like when you don't have one you go to your buddy's house and they're just like okay sick. that's when i started man <laughs> right, right that's when yeah. i started my buddies had uh halo i don't think it was on did was halo on dreamcast at first or no no it, no. it was on the original xbox okay it was a, it must have been xbox but they, they ended up getting halo and the online you know it was like my first competitive shooter which made sense because they though they were like athletic, 
people. So like competitive shooting for them was a blast. So when I went over there and they showed yeah, me yeah. that, dude, I was hooked. I wanted oh, to play yeah. it every day, all day. That's it. Oh, uh, yeah. There, there was this one map uh, on the original Halo called Hang'em High. Uh, and we would do pistols only on Hang'em High uh, at a buddy of mine's house. And I didn't have the original Halo, but I did get Halo 2. Uh, so we would go there and play the original Halo. I'd get fucking clapped every time. Then Halo 2 comes out. I get it, get good at it. Uh, and I actually had Xbox Live. He did not. Um, Oof. So I'd been playing online, you know, getting them skills down. And then one day I went over to his place again. You know, we did a whole basement party. And like I brought my Xbox. We did like a LAN hookup. We had like eight motherfuckers all, you know, on these two TVs and shit. Just making a frozen pizza and shit. You know, classic like uh, bro video game story. Uh, and absolutely fucking demolished his ass, dude. It was so satisfying. Hey. I, I just got it right. real quick. Yeah. I just got to. I'm Go sorry ahead, for y'all on podcast line. You'll never see this, but um, the the patch or whatever it is on Whiskey's oh, yeah. hat, it definitely looks like it's moving in video. Like, <laughs> I'm not the only one seeing that. All right. Oh, it's the course. Someone duct taped to the ceiling. I've seen that image, and uh, apparently somebody like came forward and told that story, and there was like. It wasn't even like a like a weird thing. It was just like, yeah, we decided to tape him to the ceiling. That's end of the story. <laughs> I've done that as a prank before. Well, it was, it was probably a little bit worse than a prank. <laughs> you know, right, right. Now, I'm sure you've seen the image. It's like a land party. Oh yeah, no, I've seen that. The with the no, no, that was a non-consensual duct taping. The one, uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> non-consensual duct taping. Yeah, oh, I did have man. a fucking. Uh, um, an idea from what we were talking about a couple minutes ago about the these pro players and how young they are and their attitudes and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And uh I I find it weird that the organizations, at least the ones that are in orgs, that the organizations don't require a certain level of professionalism from them. Because pro athletes are required to act a certain way for the most part. Right. At least when they're around their industry especially you know on their own time they might tweet something now or whatever and they might get a slap on the wrist but like they're expected to act a certain way when they're at work which is their game or their practice or their training or whatever it is or press and these guys are complaining about the game because they have to play it so much but it's like yo like a professional athlete has to do the same thing as you like they're practicing drills and stuff all day and working out and then they have games well and there's a, a bit of a difference there too though it's kind of a false equivalency because football doesn't really change much every few years you know they'll add some new rule uh for like safety or something like that you know uh but it's very rare with video games, you have to worry about balance changes constantly. And if there's a bad patch, like a really bad balance change or something like that, it seriously affects, you know, how you play the game. I get that. Um, and it can get super dull, super fast. You know, if there's not a healthy meta. I, yeah, uh, I, I like do that. get that. I do get that. But I feel like sometimes they complain about things that they just don't want to adapt to. And like, that, that's also true. And it's maybe um, it's and maybe that's not really my gripe is I don't mind them having a take on something and wanting something changed, but but they'll go online and make a post about it, and they will literally tag a developer or tag Apex, 
and and make like disrespectful remarks to the people that are making the game. Right. And, and I, I just know, feel like that's just unnecessary. Like it's it's just a shitty yeah, human I mean, being. We've, we've talked about that before too. It's not fucking cool to do. Uh, it's a shitty move. And I'm convinced that a lot of these uh, big streamers do that uh, to maintain rel- relevancy, you know? They like, yeah, that was our take. Yeah. It's it was, controversy. It was, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah, a, it's yeah. a, it's a media attention thing. Which is pretty right. annoying because I hate it when the news does that for <laughs> politics. Oh, so yeah. like, well, I don't like when yeah, you yeah. do it for video games, man. <laughs> I want to like yeah, the pro yeah. scene. I want to like the, you know, the really good players, but then I mean, a lot of the best players too are kind of the quiet guys, you know. Mm. Uh you, you know the some of the top players, they just really don't say a whole lot. Um it was like that with Overwatch, especially with Overwatch. Yeah. They had a lot uh closer control over, you know, how their players act and everything because these guys are, you know, multi-million dollar deals. Yeah. Uh and it was very rare, I mean not rare, but it was a lot rarer uh for an overwatch league player to have like a really hot take or something like that and if they did and it was just like something really bad you know there were a couple of people that you know got kind of ousted there was that one guy uh i think he had like some some like mildly racist thing or whatever uh he he got all ousted but also the negative connotation of it uh i forget the guy's name but he uh he did uh the stand with hong kong thing um with Overwatch and uh, China kind of put the pressure on them. Like, I guess the Chinese team, I don't know, know the whole exact story. You can look this up. Uh, but basically he got some shit because he was doing saying stand with Hong Kong. Uh, yeah. And I don't Was he kicked out of the league altogether? I can't remember. Uh, I know he had like some kind of consequences because of it. And that left a big stink in everybody's. I think know. he lost like earnings for the tournament or he got kicked. That was like a major, major tournament that he could have won or something. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah. So there's it's two sides of the same coin there. You know, it can be it can be really good, but it can really be really bad. You know, like yeah. the FGC, like all they do is talk shit, and it's fucking amazing. You know, it's like one of the last untainted, uh, you know, sports. Uh, the fighting games community. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, people talk shit. I mean, there's the, the top player is an openly gay furry. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on now. The FGC is a fucking lawless wasteland, but it's also one of the most entertaining to watch uh, communities in all of gaming, you know, bar none. Uh, and I think some people want that kind of Wild West approach and some people want a more controlled, more professional like Overwatch League approach. Uh, so hit us up in the Discord. You know, tell us what you think. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like you can have both, both of those, though, in a way. You know, like, and that's kind of what we have. You know, because they all of them have Twitch streaming. You know, they can say what they want on Twitch and shit like that. That's what but I love. Also, I like, love when they have a take on their stream and it gets clipped out or whatever. And like, if you go to the clip and somebody clips it, it's hard to clip it out of context. Unless the yeah. person is talking in like little chunks with big gaps, you know. Yeah. But typically, you can tell their their intent and what they're getting at in the clip because it's live, natural conversation. Exactly. But when they right. when they when they tweet something, and it's something they thought out and wrote yeah. down and then submitted, and it's something rude or, or like just just like ass it's like attacks another person's job 
of the game or something like that then that to me that's just like it's just unnecessary like have a take have a take about the issue of the game but don't make it about the person who worked on the game because chances are it wasn't his choice to begin with it's a huge collective because like you said with the the takes on on stream or something like like how every single one of you maybe you didn't say it but you were thinking it you've been like you shot like three elevens with the mastiff and got clapped or or you just like hit someone for like 110 with whatever gun and you're like dude this gun is so busted i can't believe this gun's the game and like you're going a little running yeah, yeah, and you just lose, you lose your mind a little bit. out of the fucking game, please. But like, you don't sit there and like write up, or, or maybe you do, but like most of us, we're gonna like write up something and then delete it. You know, it's like it's like that text. You know, you can't. I mean, we, we talk about this shit yeah, every week, every so we, week, we yeah. really can't. We really <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll no, tweet. Yeah. I'll tweet something like, "Get the Spitfire out of the game," and then at respawn, and then they never answer me, or at play Apex, and they never answer me. But <laughs> okay, mother, like, I see where this is going. Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't do but, that. But like, you know, you know no, you're still toxic. <laughs> but I don't, oh, no. I don't, I don't tag like at somebody or at a certain person and claim that they're responsible. I just say, hey, man, like this, there's something wrong with this gun. There's no downside to carrying a Spitfire. And yeah, I mean, that's just my opinion. But like, I, I'm not going to say like, yo, bad game. I'm about to quit, y'all. Spitfire's broken. Like, on a, on a side note, um, I know people at least on PC have been getting the match quality rating question at the end of matches, like maybe every five or ten matches. I swear right, right. on God, the only time I've ever gotten those is after I just got clapped, <laughs> and I've just ignore it or I put bad match quality because I'm tilted. Like literally every single time, I've yeah. been only when I'm like. I'm not like, you know, sometimes you just got beat and like it's because you did something dumb or like they're better. And it's like, yeah, okay. Remember, I was matchmaker or whatever. Like, like, you know, like I got beat, but like sometimes you just, oh man, it's so funny. Anyway, (laughs) we were talking about that the other day. Yeah, I know. Literally, that's exactly what happens. I swear. Yeah, we we got our fucking shit kicked in and immediately, <laughs> and he was on such a fucking rant about it. It was ridiculous. Um, oh, well, let's go, let's go ahead and move into our uh, quick tip corner. All uh, right, I think we're gonna skip over our week in Apex. Uh, oh yeah, for this week because I haven't played literally any Wake. Apex. I haven't played. <laughs> I played a shield. I actually did the tournament. I felt bad. I wanted to say like someone else did the tournament, uh, but we had time conflicts. So I did two matches, and then I did one match with Ben. But we got like rolled when we tried to um, fight because there's there's uh, points for placement and then points for kills besides the president. Right. Anyway, anyway. Um, so uh, let right. me see. Quick tip corner. Also, uh, shout quick out. Tip, Matt. Quick tip. Ayo, that's a promise. <laughs> Don't tell me it was a good time now. Um, hey. uh, shout out to, or not shout out, but like check out CLG Monsoon too. I watched a YouTube video. I don't know if it's new or old, but about how uh, he got famous, went from like being homeless to being a pro uh, Apex yeah. player because he one tapped Shroud on stream. Fire. Just watch the video. <laughs> That's sick. And the dude is awesome. Such a wholesome streamer. And he's pretty, he's fairly quiet, you know? We're talking dude, about like wholesome streamers. That's a, there's a, a person to go check out. Dude lugged his PC to fucking internet cafes. And uh, I think famously he, he did a, he did a tournament, a placement tournament in, uh, 
a KFC, I think, or a McDonald's. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> With his rig. Yeah, what a legend. Anyway. That's sick. I'm so glad they let him do that because I used to carry a, a, a Baja oh, Blast. That's what it carry, was. Like, it was a Taco Bell. He bought a Baja Blast every hour to keep it oh, going. Nice. Yeah, Baja Blast, good gamer fuel, though. Um, <laughs> For real, though, best gamer fuel. I used to carry my laptop to Crystals like uh, every fucking day because we didn't have internet. Hell yeah. All right, so we got a, a slightly, uh, we got two quick tips. You know, I'll g- give you the double tap. So, first of all, and this is something a lot of people don't think about. Everybody knows you can climb up a wall. Everyone knows as Revenant or a fast-moving legend, you can climb further up a wall. What people don't realize, and this is tricky, go experiment sometime. There's a lot of texture in Apex. There's a lot of texture that you can exploit. Um, watch a good movement player, and they will climb up um, in in West Fragment. Fragment West, there's the large building, used to be called Construction, Twitch Tower, all sorts of names. You can climb up on the outside of the building all the way up the side if you're careful. There's all these little, like, lips and, like, little, like, boxes that look like little AC units and stuff. And you can climb up, and you can kind of turn a little bit when you're climbing. So think about that. Go experiment. That's your homework assignment from Dropping Spicy. (laughs) Now your least favorite Dropping Apex podcast because we gave you homework. But seriously, go try that. It's (laughs) game-changing. Yeah, being able to hop up something that everyone's like, no way, you can climb up that. You can um, climb I, up the entire side of that construction building. Yeah, literally the whole thing. Yeah. And think about when you were playing, uh, when you're playing Skyrim, and you had a quest on the other side of the fucking giant ass mountain in the middle. You never went around that mountain. You oh, were no. you were looking for the seam. <laughs> you were looking for that one spot where you could like jump, 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 and okay. finally get over the top. Yep. Spent fucking an hour and a half climbing this mountain when it would have taken you 30 minutes to go around the damn thing. But it is really quick to climb. And then you go up and you kill that dragon that you were supposed to kill at the end of the game, but you kill them early and then you don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But seriously, like go go do that. There's a lot of places that spot. There are so many buildings that you are 100% certain you cannot climb. And you can. Um, in, in Fragment East and uh, Fragment West, the tall building, with the zip line in the in the inside going up, you can climb up the back of that. Yeah, climbing between the boxes. There's like all these buildings. Mm-hmm. It's insane. It'll it'll yeah, blow right. your mind. Watch you uh, watch a uh, storm in TV. Dude's a master in movement. Oh like, yeah, insane with Octane, but with anybody really. But I watched so I watched him uh, pushing into thermal station in BR. And there was a team on top of the tower in the middle, right? He pushed all the way in from the top where the, the zip line comes down from the platform. Yeah. Like a chairlift thing. He pushed in from there, did his zigging and zagging to get all the way down to the bottom of that tower. He padded himself up to the corner where like there's like a there's like a things that stick out on each corner like this. Yeah. He jumped onto the slanted part of it, and from there he could climb into the top of the tower. So he was oh, able yeah. to climb up onto that slant. What you're about thermal station where the yeah arena is. Or you can just—I mean, obviously he was—he was fighting oh, someone, but okay. you can just punch and go straight up too. No, 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 you can't get up there. Oh, you can. I've done it. All right, then maybe he didn't use the pad. Um, <laughs> yeah, he was he was like finessing it. It sounds like he was doing some crazy shit. He he was standing yeah. on a slanted thing on the corner. Yeah. Right. That was below the top of the tower. And then he from there climbed into the tower, 
did a bunch yeah. of damage, jumped back out, was able to get back up on that thing and climb back in and eat one v three. Sheesh. And I was just like, damn, dude. That's insane. And also, uh, Fade, F A I D E, yeah. is a good yeah. movement person, too. Yep. They post all these videos in uh, construction on the zipline doing stuff. There's some tricks there. <laughs> like, another thing to be aware of is, uh, how much control you have when you're in the air you have quite a bit right compared to most right. games yeah you can air steer some and like land further away like when you're dropping out of a uh a res ship you can actually land like 10 20 feet away from where you're supposed to you keyboard fellas i you guys gotta work on your tap straight or something because i'm jealous <sighs> Oh well, yeah, I don't know. Don't expect too much from me. Um, and then one super super quick one. Um, you can favorite challenges and cycle through them while in menu or in game. You can favorite up to five. So those weeklies that take a lot of grinding, you can favorite them and uh, look at them. So that's pretty oh, cool. No, I didn't know you could actually mouse favorite and keyboard challenges, but you can't favorite your top three legends. What the fuck? Yeah, right. Right. But you can <laughs> to flex. On the plebs, you can you can uh, favorite eight skins for any legend or weapon, and you can click rotate favorites, or uh, right, and right. you can just like big flux energy. Anyway, I got that for a couple of them. Uh, also, that tip was given to us by Sizon. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Sizon, the legend. All right, uh, let's see. Uh, some quick questions from the loop bin here. Well, this is a uh, hot take you had too. A question. This we can go on. We could go on and on about this. Do you mind if we do this next time? Just because we could spend like twenty minutes on this. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, that is a big question. And and, and you're kind of here too, so that would just be us talking. <laughs> well, of course it would. Uh, yeah. Okay. We can move into the community survey. Just because like the survey is going to take a minute, and like yeah, we, yeah. I want to give that like a proper stab. You know what I mean? Because that's a big conversation. I wish I, I know. Had and we were ahead of time. We were going to uh, yeah, me too. do the survey as the bulk of the episode, but we ended up going off on an old man tangent. <laughs> All right. Uh, so craziest community survey from 61821. Uh, so the first thing that was asked was, uh, would you want a full hard reset on ranked as some pros and streamers are calling for? I don't know if you guys have heard about this. I think you talked about it last week when I was gone. Yeah, I think I think it was uh, Albert Lilly, however you say that. I think he's a TSM guy. I don't know. Anyway, so the first, so the first question leads right into the trivia. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, but sixty-six point seven percent of our uh, viewers said yes, and thirty-three point three percent said no. So right at one third of people said no, uh, and then two thirds said yes. And some games do that uh, only every few seasons too. So no like, comment. that's yeah, <laughs> right. I. Honestly, I think the the resets that they do now are, are almost too harsh. I don't like them um, at all. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of them. It does give you a goal to work towards every season. It's fake. But it's so fucking much. It's so goddamn much. Like, it's a fake goal. They don't even give you ranked rewards. I know. No, it's it's it's, it's, it's stupid, in my opinion. But it seems to be working. People even seem to be wanting a reset. I I don't know how I feel about it. You know, that that's a whole fucking conversation to be honest with you. The hard reset is people that are against it, I don't really understand because I've I've heard a pro talk about it and what he said makes sense. Well, I don't understand why they want it necessarily, but I don't think it's going to hurt the rest of us. They're going to go back to bronze and they're going to blow through bronze and silver and gold in in like a day. 
So yeah, you're not, you're not gonna have to worry about you, the predators that are grinding for bread, like, um, like ruining your lobbies. Like, just take a few days off; they're gonna be gone. It does feel really bad though to like have a few days where you're just getting fucking clapped. Yep. I uh, just I, so some fucking high level players can have a little bit of fun. Like, I do want to bring up I do want to bring up my, my point. Yeah. 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 I do want to bring up though too, like I think in that situation, I know we don't want to get too deep into this topic, um, because we're say, we're gonna go real deep next time. Um we might even we'll see about this. We might even bring whiskey back to be like our guy on this conversation next week. We'll see. But correspondent. Um, yeah, correspondent. There we go. There we go. Um, <laughs> arenas and hot take correspondent whiskey sticks. Um, <laughs> honestly though. So, uh, but what, what I was going to say is like, if everybody in the entire game is bronze four, they could actually match make still, you know what I mean? Like, cause but there's that'd be like, that'd be just a temporary, they'd have to implement a matchmaking system. I guess so. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, maybe I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's some sort of hidden, hidden MMR system in the game, you know? There is. Um, I mean, almost almost certainly. And if they use that along with it, it w- probably wouldn't be so bad. Um, but, you know, you're still going to get a lot of people that are just getting fucking clapped by pros. But then again, honestly, the I don't know how to approach the problem of pros wanting to play casually and not being sweaty all the time. Like, in my opinion, it's just like, fuck, just go in the lobby and dick off, you know, do as you want. But I guess that's not really an option at the super high level. I still um, think my, my idea for pubs matchmaking makes the most sense. And, and I don't know if anybody even agrees or not. I've heard a few people agree with me, but I think in, in pubs lobbies, you know, you base your matchmaking off of like equally weighted, maybe kill death ratio and placement. And then, right. And have it matchmake you in real time where, you do a couple of matches where you have a really good kill death ratio and decent placement. And then, Oh, well, we're going to bump you up a notch, some higher level opponents for a game. And, and and if you do what you keep competing well, then you stay there. But if you end up getting shit on for a couple games, all right, we'll bump you back down a tier. Right. So like it's in I, real time. Like COD used to do this all the time. You'd you'd go in and you'd have a couple matches where you slaughtered, right? And then you'd go in and then you'd have a few matches where you get absolutely shit on. And it was in real time. Right. In one night, you can have games where you destroyed and games where you got destroyed. And I feel like Apex is like, you'll go on for a night and just get destroyed the entire night. Right. And I, I remember back in the Halo days, you know, it worked well. Uh, because the system that they use, I don't know if they had any like serious MMR systems or anything like that for unranked, uh, but I believe it was mostly based on time played. Uh, so if you had 10,000 hours in the game, then you were getting match match made with other people that had fucking 10,000 hours in the game, regardless of what their rank skill was, you know? Um, so you know, they, they had uh, even even the uh, badges and everything that you had were like based on time played. So like Nova players, uh, they just had tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of hours in the freaking game um, and shit like that. So, I mean, that system seemed to work back then. You know, yeah, you had those games where you had one guy in the lobby that was just fucking everybody up. Yeah. Uh, but most of the games, work. you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And, and but most games, you know, it was a pretty good mix of people that were both good and 
better and worse than you. And, you know, those people were either on your team or, you know, or not, you know, depending. Right. Uh, what up, Hurdle? Hey. Uh, I feel like maybe if they implemented something based like based on that, you know, so time, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with the idea of completely removing the MMR system, the hidden MMR system, but maybe base it, it more like time played is the main factor. You know what I mean? I don't agree with that, dude, because then yeah. I'm playing against some of the best players in the game. The best players in the game, though, they, you know, they have hundreds of, you know, hundreds of, or, I don't know how many hours per week, you know, just ridiculous numbers of hours per week. You know, the, yeah, but the top I'd, level players, I'd they play more playing, than anybody. For sure. But I'd still be playing against platinum and diamond players. Yeah, I don't know. I, I Well, because like uh, for a better example, I'm in Rocket League. I've hit diamond once. Um, that's when I was playing, you know, at least like 10 hours a week. Um, that, was, that was my main game. I was I was started. I was cheating on it a lot with Apex. That was like a year or two ago. Um, right, right. probably like a year ago, a year and a half ago. But um I had like over a, I had like a thousand hours in the game. And a lot of the people that I was playing with had like three hundred. Like cause like I like I was, you know, I'm 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 fine, you know, like I'm I'm twenty eight now, you know, I'm not like old. I'm not I'm definitely not young, but I'm like I'm not old yet. But like some of these like like sixteen year olds are like 10 ranks above me with only like a few hundred hours more than me. And like the people that are my rank are like 500 or 800 hours less than me. And that's, you know, no matter how much you play, that's going to take a while to catch up. Right. Right. Anyway, like, I, I mean, like, like I said, don't remove the MMR system, but make that a bigger factor maybe or something. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I've always just said kill death ratio in pubs. Kill, I mean, you know, uh, promote to failure and then bump down. Just even if right, it's just right. more towards kill death ratio, people are in pubs to have fun, and what do people like to do? They like to try and get as many kills as they can in pubs, yeah. and win if it comes about. But like, you don't start rotating after you loot just to be in the last ring. Like nobody yeah. wants to get right, like right. three kills and win the game in pubs. Yeah, yeah, that's right, right, right. So um, like, you want to fight, like you don't want to get killed. So, and then we actually had another question, um, just because we've been talking about this so much, I might as well. Um, so basically, yeah. there's there's a whole bunch of options, but basically, um, the most pop, if there was a full reset on ranked, how often would you want it? Kind of to tie into the last question. Um, a lot of people were down with, 67% were down with a full reset. 33% said that they wanted a, a full reset every season, which I think a lot of people don't realize how much work that involves. So you want to grind up to diamond? That's going to like double or triple the time. But anyway, you know, we don't have to go too into that. But basically, um, and then 22% said, I want to reset every two seasons. And then there's like a million other answers, you know, that had a little bit of people hopping on it. Right, right. And I mean, I I think every like four seasons or something, maybe a full reset. But like, uh, that's it's it's a it's a weird topic, you know, I feel like ranked would be more accurate the less the less resetting you do, even if you yeah. decided to do hard resets, the less often you do it because yeah. it'll, it'll make the grind longer. Those people yeah. that belong in the higher levels will get there and then yeah. they'll be there. And then when you're coming up, the longer you play, the more often, the longer time you'll have playing with people at your skill level because the rest of them will have moved up. Right. Yep. 
and like and you know I, maybe I like once kind a of year. The sentiment. Yeah, I think that's kind of the sentiment of this whole movement is uh, people want to clap cheeks. <laughs> you know, it feels good to fucking stomp on people um, as much as, you know, you may hate to admit it. Um, no, no, it's a fighting. It's so a that, that time you spend, you know, after first split, you know, a lot of people at the higher levels, you know, hey, it's fun because, you know, you're you're climbing that rank. You know, it's like when you're in bronze, you know, even whenever you get that reset with even at our level, you know, that grind from like bronze to silver is pretty fun you know because you have really really insane games every now and then you get a fucking game where some assholes just soften you but it's a lot fewer and farther between and then when you hit closer to where you're supposed to be based on skill level it it becomes more of a slog it's like you know 25 percent of the time you have an okay game and the rest of it's like eh, you know Yep. Uh, so I, I think maybe it's just, you know, a thing to do with fun, like with Overwatch, you know, you didn't really have much of a reset or anything. I don't remember how, how exactly reset worked. Um, I guess it was a full reset, but you got back to your level really, really quickly. Um, and once you were stuck at, you know, your, your level will be at, you know, gold, silver, platinum, whatever. Uh, it was just a fucking just awful you know and the teamwork wasn't there you know and you just got really triggered and everything and i think apex has kind of avoided that uh probably partially with the system but i just feel like there's a better way to do it because it really feels really shitty to like have to grind again when you just got to you you know at the end of the season you know you get to you just make it into the beginnings of plat or something and it's like well i think i could go further but i don't have time to fucking play because the season's resetting you know you'll um, yeah, and I mean, that's, all, that's old man problems. Or Rocket League, too. Because, like, Rocket <laughs> League, um, now it's a slog to rank up in Rocket League. Because I think it's like there's four tiers similar to this game, um, uh, gold, but each one has four tiers. So, like, go, uh, say you're gold three. They, uh, so they have three tiers. They have, uh, yeah, they have like gold one, two, and three. But then each one will have tiers. So like gold one, tier four, three, two, one. Um, but at the end of the season, regardless of the individual grading systems, at the end of the at the beginning of a season, you start like X amount you have ten placement matches. You have to play them before you start playing ranked in each mode of ranked. And they start you off at a skill level that's like maybe like like in silver. Say you start you finish the season at gold two, they'd start you off at like silver one. Right. Oh, that's right. And, and, and say you won every single match, all ten of your matches. You won. Well, it wouldn't be winning. It's not Rocket League. It's not one team versus one team. But like, say you right, did right. well. You know, say you did like top ten. You got like a few kills at least every match. Then you might start off in like, say you won seven. Say you did well in like six or seven of your matches and won a couple. Then you would end up where you were last season. Say you you did really well in ten matches, all ten of them. Then you would be like a rank or two higher than you were last season to start with. Right, play right. In tournament. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. Like seeding, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. You're in a tournament. And that's kind of that's what they did with Overwatch yeah. too, uh, because they had the Elo system, which a lot so of people bad, really but... fucking hate. Um, I don't know. Uh, we'll have to think about this more later. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I, I'm sure there's a better way to do it, but yeah. I can't uh, think of it without expanding on it. And I mean, frankly, we have all these ideas, but we're not like people whose job this is. And maybe yeah. they, I don't know. They I don't know. Data too. Yeah. I'm sure there's plenty. We're of a bunch reasoning. of couch commandos over here, bro. Can we all agree <laughs> that they need a better ranked reward system? 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Like so, uh, they they pretty awful. You should be getting shit. Maybe like special loop ins. Uh, I don't know. Like, something at, like that. At least, you know, like some like loot loot ticks or something like that, you know. Like, uh, what if there was like certain classes of loot that were different for each ranked tier? So like Preds would be getting this loot that like you'll you'll never be able to acquire. Yeah. Right. That's what they should be. I mean, getting. there there should be rewards, you know. Uh back in the Halo days, it was the flaming helmet. If you had the flaming helmet, you were a fucking Billy badass. Um, uh, and I'm sorry to be that asshole. It's like, oh, put in Rocket League. No, but like, you know how they have dive trails. <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, I guess it's the exclusivity, but like in Rocket League, um, now it's different because you have one paint job you can throw on any car for the most case. Um, and every single rank, uh, most of the time it's sometimes it's wheels. So it could be like a gun skin, you know, but like yeah, yeah. there's a certain gun skin and every single rank and it changes per season. So like one season, it's a, a gun skin one season. It's a dive trail. And like, it's exclusive to that season and everybody gets one. It's just like the bronze one kind of sucks. It just looks like kind of bronze. And then like the pred one is insane. And like, there's more features on it or something, you know, like the, the pred one is like super slick. You know what I mean? Like something like that, like everybody gets one. So say you make it to bronze, you're hype. People can see that you made it to silver, you know? Right, right. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Something like that. Something that changes every season. Or like banners. One season it's it's banner. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> gotcha. All right, let's uh yeah, let's uh, wrap this thing up. Uh so our next question was would you like to see a dynamic reset level for rank based on your total amount of game hours played this split? I.e. if you played less the less total hours in the game than the average, it would reset you further down. Uh minimum reset of the current one point five rank level. I don't know what the, that means. Um, and most people, 72% of people said no. And I agree with that because yeah. I don't get to play a lot some seasons, uh, and it's kind of garbage. Yeah. That just fucks with old people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, next question was, did you hit your first, uh, first half split goal? Uh, 33% said yes. 50% said no. And 15 or 16% said no goal. Uh, as for what rank you achieved this split, um, looks like we had 38.9% of people in gold, uh, 16% in platinum and diamond, 5% in masters. We didn't have any predators, uh, and only about 15 or yeah, about 15% of total people, uh, in silver or below. Um, and I assume the people in bronze just didn't have a chance to play this season because, you know, you can't lose any points in bronze. So if you play enough, then you will get out. Yep. Um, so. Uh, Ooh, next question was, uh, are you looking forward to ranked returning to Olympus? And it was a dead heat 50, 50, uh, on that one. Uh, <laughs> and these, some of these answers are great. <laughs> what was your favorite thing about ranked on world's edge? <laughs> uh, so who wants to read some of these? So I, I think this might've been me, uh, but uh, train yard go burr. <laughs> dying in fragments with ass teammates seven out of ten games I feel that <laughs> intense fights more room more good POIs a little less third partying than KC and Olympus the whole thing <laughs> and these are these are all answers that people just put in they typed in yep. uh, custom answers by the way uh, the amount of rotations you could do that's true 
World's Edge is the best ranked from uh, best map for ranked in my opinion. The big POIs are split evenly, so there's big fights spread across the maps. Good point. Fair point. Uh, easy to eat if need be. <laughs> Only fun boys do that, <laughs> dude. You know, having munching time during uh, during a game is is important sometimes. You know, actually, um, uh, final quick tip corner of the episode: if you're on keyboard and mouse. Or I don't know, dude, if you're on controller, figure out a way to do it. But assign you a squat button that just you press the button and you squat until you take your hands off until you press it again. That way you can munch and you're hiding. Oh, yeah, I do that because yeah. my regular crouch is one of my mouse buttons, but my crouch uh, toggle is actually C. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, anyway, anyway. Um, uh, let's what else see. We got? Um, just be nice. Just nice to be back on that map again. Just a better map. Third and fights in Fragment for RP. Okay, RP, Frag is Fragment or Cap City, whatever you call it, is the place to go for some fast-paced, hot and spicy action. Oh, show. 100%. Uh, rotation? None. Regret not playing more, but takes so much time to level up. It was a new map for me since I started playing in Season 8. It's not Olympus. <laughs> <laughs> some days I feel that, bro. Some days I feel that. Oh man! What was your least uh, favorite? Our, oh, sorry. Yeah, our our next question was, "What's your least favorite thing about ranked on World Edge?" Uh, so take it away, Matt. All right, TTV sweaty arithmetic level five hundred five million kills. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I feel that. I, I guess. <laughs> yep. You okay, bro? You having a stroke? <laughs> oh no, man! Uh, playing it, Lamau. <laughs> oh man uh, a little bit of salt here which we love at Dropping Spicy a Volk bug under map uh, yeah it, I mean it never happened to me but anyway oh hot tip if you start to get sent under the map before your Volk takes off just split off and it fixes it so you're welcome really I didn't know that um, I just say accept your fate yeah <laughs> Well, I remember because like I think it was Hal or some big, big cheesy person like that, and they were like, they were like reing because they were, you know, they're English under the map and they're pissed. And some one of the right, teams right. was like, "Dude, you know what to do? Just, just separate, and you'll be fine." And he's like, "Oh, I hate this." Anyway, anyway, um, <laughs> some slow starting games due to a larger map. This happens hundred percent. Nothing really. Every team has to rotate through fragment. I wish fragment wasn't split in half. All the fuck boy they're called fragment. All the fuckboy rats. <laughs> That's my favorite one. Yeah. Uh. As I play with randos and in low-level lobbies, if I wasn't jump master, we'd always almost always line in fragment east-west with what felt like a million other teams. Rev sure. octane. <laughs> nothing. Getting thirded in fragment and not getting RP. That's my life. Relatable. <laughs> uh There's so many like cheeky comments in here Somebody's, like snide yeah. remarks like Jeez, oh yeah my is favorite this not thing a picture of our community or what dude? i oh, know no, right i love it <laughs> watching algs and not being able to perform an inkling close to their level yeah i'm not like wiped an entire team with a single mag on an eva 8 in my life right right i've yet to hit more than like half the shots in a mag with the eva 8 bro it feels bad <laughs> um i was new so i didn't know the map well and it's not KC, Kings Canyon. 
a geo. <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh man. <laughs> uh our next uh our next question was uh what kind of rework do you think we should encourage or what kind of rework do you think would encourage more players to use the l-star in br mode uh not in uh <laughs> arenas mode because it is still pretty busted in arenas uh and we had a couple of these um i'm just gonna read out a couple of these uh changes proposed uh, damage or recoil change barrel stabilizer option uh, a hop up to reduce plasma burst visual effect Hop up like to that. allow for the gun to overcharge, yeah. provide high damage burst shots, uh, hop up heat sink for faster cooldown. Let me see where the bullets are going. <laughs> Reduce muzzle flash and better iron sight. Uh, and by a good wide margin, uh, 38.9% of people said that the hop up to reduce plasma burst visual effect was the best one. So basically adding a barrel mod to it, uh, which may not be that difficult to do. I would know. agree to that. Yeah, because somebody else even yeah. referenced that, you know, reduce the muzzle flash. Let me see where the bullets are going. Because, like, it's hard, dude. That's, I think, people's yeah. main beef with it is unless you, well, like, tape a little dot to the middle of your screen where the crosshairs yeah. should be, you know? It, right, right. With the With the visual effects of that, it's so intense that you lose track of your reticle. Yeah. And if you right, play, right. if you're a type of person that plays, you know, for movement, which you should in this game, it's you know you're gonna have a sensitivity that makes it hard to hold steady, and if you yeah, can't yeah. see your reticle, man, forget it. I mean, think about it. You know, there was that season where the R99 had the the issue where mm-hmm. um, barrel mods wouldn't work on it, or they the made flash. It or the gold, the gold, flash the gold barrel bright. mod fucked it up. Yeah, 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 and it became unusable for like you know a few weeks, and it was the strongest gun in the game, but you couldn't fucking use it because you couldn't see shit. Yeah, it was other guns too. I think. But yeah, that was the worst one. Yeah. All right. Uh, next question was, what would you like to see modified on the Spitfire to make it a little less oppressive? Oh, man. Uh, a couple of I these got, were... Yeah, I got opinions for both of these. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of these were slower ADS speed, damage reduction, lower recoil, random, larger recoil, random pattern, uh, slower rate of fire, uh, adding a spin-up time similar to the, the Devotion. No, no, uh, no, no, that would make sense. That's not no, uh, no, nothing. No. Just peak cover against it, and it's okay. No, uh, <laughs> is it really OP? And magazine side starts to thirty with purple forty five and slower ADS, uh, and that's I'm not reading the whole damn thing. Um, right. I got shit for so this. We had the, <laughs> uh, okay, uh, the the largest amount of votes went to larger recoil random pattern. Uh, what have you got though? I got. Me? I disagree with that. I don't want any more randomness. I, I don't like randomness. It. Uh, it eliminates skill. Um, I don't have a problem with the weapon at the range it's supposed to be fired in. I don't mind getting shot at it with like a bruiser on it uh, from far away. I'm fine with that aspect of it. The problem I have with it is that there's literally no downside to carrying a, a Spitfire into a fight that's in a room with somebody. Yeah. Um, there's a downside to having an R99 and having it shoot so fast and having to be so accurate with it to do to down somebody but having a spitfire that shoots for that long and is still very easy to control in close quarters doesn't make any sense to me but i don't see how they fix it because the uh the aim speed on the weapons is fully adjustable by the site you have yeah so right i think the thing to do there is actually a, a it's still a recoil pattern adjustment that doesn't necessarily mean random uh, but adjust the actual recoil pattern to be 
to have a wider spread. You if know they can I mean? do that in hip fire separately than ADS, I agree. That's well, what ADS I was thinking. Doesn't have, yeah, ADS doesn't have a... Well, yeah, I guess it, it does. does have a reload. It, it does, does have a reload button, yeah. If you just made that like a little bit bigger, I think that would be a good it sh- setup. It should be harder to to wield it in a room with somebody. So I guess the answer is to widen the hip fire radius would be the answer there. Yeah, yeah but I, I, what, I'm, what I'm saying about the because there is a randomness like algorithm to some of this and i don't want a gun to be random i want you to be able to to be skilled with it if you are and not miss shots just because of like a bullet bloom or something yeah, um, yeah. i understand it on sniper rifles like fucking yeah you you should miss a sniper rifle from four feet away like i get it but you know like a random bullet bloom just is just feels bad all the time to me, yeah. Well, I it think does, maybe just like harder adjustment would make it at hip fire or something, you know. But then again, you know what? I, then again, I guess it's not that bad to have a, a bullet bloom on hip fire because, it's to be honest fire. with you, you shouldn't walk into the room with your Spitfire. You should have an SMG or an assault rifle or a pistol as your secondary if or you're going to get in that situation. Yeah. So right, that's right. on you. You should switch to that weapon when you go inside. You shouldn't feel comfortable holding the spitfire in a cqc situation right and you, when you think about it too uh the hip fire is a big fucking gun you do not hold a fucking uh lmg firing from the hip you're just losing all control of that exactly. so that would that would be the equivalency of like a bullet bloom i agree uh, now, yeah now that i think about it i do agree with that yeah as long as it's as long as it's specified for hip fire and it doesn't affect the, the ability to aim down sights Right, so don't adjust the recoil pattern. Rather, adjust the hip fire amount bloom. of bloom on hip fire. Yeah. yeah, I could agree with that. But then again, that also that still feels bad if you if you are on the receiving end of it when the bloom kills you because the person was supposed to miss you. Right. I mean, but that's that's kind of any gun, you know. Um, you know, if you get some lucky shots with uh, with a havoc or something like that, you know the bloom on that shit is really fucking bad. Yeah, you know, ADS thing with the thing, then yeah. you're not hitting anything. But if you get killed by hip fire, you're right. Uh, yeah. Havoc, you know, it, it kind of feels shit, but it, it also doesn't it would, happen that often. It would go a long way because it would be a lot less often that it would happen. Right. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. I love deleting people with the hip fire havoc, dude. What you talking about? Also, <laughs> back, back to the L star thing, yeah, like sorry, the, yeah. The back, uh, the L star. What would make me use the L star more is if the L star acted like uh, an LMG, and it doesn't. Right. Yeah. It's just a you know cracked I mean? out SMG. That's kind of how it, I feel about it. it. It really should. It really should shoot like a devotion or a Spitfire, but it really doesn't. It's short. It's not long. Um, it's good in close quarters. Not good at long range. Some people say it is, but they're lying. <laughs> you that, it's okay to be wrong you can well, i mean you, you the, can do the good rounds are so slow that you know you can't really use it for much range you know it's in my opinion it's close range only you know close to maybe mildly mid-range and that's about it yeah you can do it but i mean it's 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 not reliable at that range yeah, yeah. i also never ads with the damn thing it's like hip fire or nothing <laughs> oh for real well you're losing out 
I mean, I use hip fire, but it's 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 rare and not being able to fucking see your bullets anyway. It's like, fuck it. Just I'm move, movement, hip fire, movement, hip fire. I'm yeah, prioritizing I movement with that. the thing. Yeah. Yeah. So um, just to keep it moving along, um, if you had to use multiple grenades in a fight, do you have an order that you throw them in? If so, what order? <laughs> overwhelmingly, it was like, no, dog. It depends on the situation too much to pre-select an order. And actually, before we go into our own opinions on this, um, like, uh, some people, you know, nobody's, I mean, there's a few people that are like, oh, Thermite first or Arcstar first, but eh. mm-hmm. do you like to use grenades as fi- finishers? And I think, back to, we'll talk about this in a second, but like, grenades as finishers, overwhelmingly, yes, but only to discourage or deny a res from a distance during an active fight. Because you lifeline, just pain in my ass. <laughs> and I, I love and respect you, strategy. but like, bro. Um, and then so okay, so real quick, just just super quick. Um, I, I guess like personally, I use different grenades for different things. It's hard, but you can use a frag to reach a door. Generally, mm-hmm. I'll use an arc star or a fire grenade if they're at the door. Just drop that fire grenade. It's sick. I use oh, fire yeah. grenades. Thermite's for, great for that. Yeah, and yeah. I use thermite for finishing too. Because you can shoot one or two bullets in them and then throw a thermite and it's game over, man. Yeah. Right. And it denies that lifeline risk, too. Yeah. Um, I always keep an arc star kind of primed and ready to go. Uh, yeah. Because if I run up on somebody uh, <laughs> and, you know, empty a magazine, like an empty the 99 mag, don't get the fucking hit. Sometimes I'll bring out that arc star and just like, fuck it. I'm pretty good at uh, sticking arc stars. I guess all the years of Halo practice uh, with sticky grenades. <laughs> I've gotten multiple kills with those things. Yeah. But you is. I just I don't I don't select a certain one. I I I do finish with them if I think that the teammates are close by and they might push. I might drop a grenade next to the guy who's down and then move myself to either reload or get in position for the uh impending push. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? Cuz like thirsting and I play a lot of arena so like thirsting is huge. Yeah. Is cuz as soon as you can get a Get it to a three on two, you greatly increase your chances of winning that round. But if and they can get a res off, every other team has a lifeline too, right? Yeah, if they, if you can get a res off, then it becomes frustrating to lose that match because you already had the upper hand. Yep. Right. And um, uh, people are becoming insanely good with frags. Just the the hail mary with a frag in arenas, like people mm-hmm. have been clipping that left right. It's it's insane. I really want to practice that because it it's nuts. Yeah, don't underestimate the damage of a frag grenade because they are the highest damage grenade and you get a pretty good range on them. And they knock you back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The knockback is really fucking strong. Um, So moving on, uh, what map would you like to see Revenant Town take take over occur on? Uh, And it was pretty even for the most part. Uh, There was a tie for World's Edge and Olympus at 38.9% with 22% on King's Canyon, probably because of what you guys talked about last week. There's already yeah. so many events there. Yeah. Uh, and I agree with that. I go King's Canyon for lore sake. I mean, I, yeah, I like that. Yeah, it would make sense with lore, but at the same time, it's like, Casey's had enough. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? no, I agree. Um, if my, they're, if my, they're bringing back Skulltown, maybe that's the, maybe it oh, is on King's Canyon and they're just another one. That could oh, be it, you know? My, my other idea would be, um, Recreate the restaurant where he killed uh, Loba's parents on Olympus. Yo, oh, that'd be sick and kind of morbid. <laughs> a new but, tower, a new tower fit, with that. But it would fit the yeah. lore. 
would be sick. It would. Uh, that would be really sick. And that was on that was on Olympus, right? Yeah. Yep. Damn. That good would, one. That would actually be kind of dope. What a gamer. <laughs> uh our next question was what would you like to see in a revenant town takeover uh and actually you just answered that question but uh uh most people said focus on good fight design and aesthetics spitting character and lore uh which tower we're gonna do uh, <laughs> and uh kind of second place ones were one or more totem points in the area and interactive map features um followed by pd features and uh uh, Bonsai Plaza activate an ultimate in the middle, get red bolt, and the entire area can use abilities. Uh, no one can use abilities for 15 seconds. Bro, uh, I got an idea. Hell yeah. Uh, shoot. You have a totem in the middle of the Revenant Town Takeover, but no one can use it except for Revenant. And when Revenant uses the totem in the Town Takeover, it acts as a much stronger version of a totem, and he becomes like a super soldier, like in the video, and he's like impossible to kill. <laughs> so like a juggernaut mode that'd be cool yeah but just only for rev i don't think it would do that because the balancing would be fucked there but that would be fun like yeah. well, what, if it, what if it was like uh yeah i guess it would be tough but maybe like any team that's in there when it's activated like you you don't like die but like there's a loot reward or something yeah i don't know i mean kind of like trials like with the uh yeah. Uh, you have to add Bloodhound to start the trials. Yeah. Yeah, like like maybe all the people that aren't Revenant have to take down the Revenants. Right, right. <laughs> I don't know. That'd be kind of funny. I could see it. I could see it. Um yeah. do you think that trackers for actions no longer available in the game should be removed? Obviously. Resoundingly no. Why? Like, well, 70%. Um, I think some stuff might be brought back. I don't know. Like I, I, I don't really care, frankly. Well, remove like, them and then put them back. Yeah, oh. like I don't think it matters too much. I don't think anyone's that concerned either way. No. Um, yeah, yeah. If you had access to more of respawn's game stats, would it impact your play style? Um, legend pick rates, legend win rates, weapon pick rates, etc. Sixty-five percent said no, and that uh, you're playing. You know, you're not somebody else. You know, play your way, right? Yeah, but For at the same sure. time, it would almost certainly affect the meta oh yeah no, definitely. possibly in a negative way too and uh, maybe that's why they, they don't release they, it i say yeah, go yeah, with what you feel. feel exactly um do you think it would be a quality of life improvement to be able to break down equipment for materials like found in the canisters yeah um so 16 percent said yes allowing players to make their loadout in game would just allow for more dynamic gameplay instead of following people to canisters could be a buff for loba 50% said no. The game already takes enough time to loot. Don't allow for more ways to slow looting. And 30, 33% said no. We don't need people melting down loot from areas further limited uh, loot on the map. No, I misread that. I, I was thinking of uh, not loot in game. I was thinking of yeah. I was thinking right, of re right. reward loot. My bad. I I, I yeah. like that. I I think that's fine because like it takes too long to loot already. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking like yeah, I think rewards. it's a cool idea, but it, you would have to remove something else, another mechanic like the yeah. Uh, uh, what what the hell are the goddamn uh, replicators? You have, to, fucking... you'd have to remove them first. How about we remove treasure packs and just give everybody the fucking comics <laughs> a week at a time? I know, right? It's so fucking dumb. Uh, and finally, clips from the community. If you have a question you'd like to see 
on the poll, drop it here, and maybe we can get it featured. Include your name if you want, but you do not have to. Uh, do you think we you will ever implement in-game tournaments that uh, don't need to be signed up for and are available to everyone? Crazy says, whoever asked this question, please DM me with what you mean because I want to make the tournaments and challenge events inclusive and, get, and engaging to everyone. We typically use a registration in the Discord to show that we are able to keep track of everyone in, that is participating and make sure everyone gets the information to play. Also, I can prepare the attorney stat sheets a- ahead of time that way. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, whoever asked that, uh, please DM crazy. Um, yeah. And we will get you a more yeah. detailed answer on that. It'd be really we, tough to have an event without knowing who's in it. You know what I mean? Right, and right. We're, we've been like, I like to think we've been very like inclusive. Like there's never been a charge or anything. You literally just got to like, most of the time, there's been a few that you had to sign up for on a website, but generally you can still just sign up by dming somebody yeah. you know so give it a shot right all right any final thoughts before we start closing uh closing things up my dudes um i think we're all good yeah i mean we got a lot talked about a lot we got to think about a lot to think about we got a little bit more to talk about next time too actually oh i got some do, do we have any oh, yeah. news on the mashals buttons game night <laughs> Uh, I actually haven't heard any news about that because I've been gone for a week. <laughs> Anyone? Yeah, uh, um, we. I think we just need to put a post out and like figure out a date. That's always the fun part with all this kind of thing, right? Okay. And now that I'm working a different job, I'll be home a bit earlier, and I'll actually have my Saturdays off now. Hey. Oh, bitch! Uh, yeah, I've been working every fucking Saturday for like six months now and like buy some beers i'm not gonna do what to do myself every other saturday when i actually off again buy some beers we gaming dog hell yeah Yeah, right (laughs) (laughs) all right i'm gonna start closing things up uh thank you to our latest subscribers our boy sd core whiskey sticks himself hey what's up man what's up right there that guy that guy right here i'll breathe i'm Uh, I'm reading the notes (laughs) (laughs) yeah and adam bomb uh for our latest subs uh we did we ah, we didn't get a discord list uh, give me one sec i can actually riff them off real quick um i think a few of these are repeats but i'd rather get you than not get you so All we've right, got right. the third will we've got cory des 69 i think you uh rejoined because there was an issue with uh the the spicy boy role we got zach j1s then we have maddie the matt good name i like it we've got relative exister relative underscore exister and uh there are a couple more i think uh, i think uh cineblunts um and everyone else we got last week i might have gotten cineblunts last week too actually anyway like yeah, yeah. cineblunts has been here for a minute i thought yeah maybe we got a lot of people in our discord that like lurk and then like randomly start like talking one day right right so, and we love to see it exactly come hang out yeah, come chill, boys. Uh, we didn't get any new patrons or reviews, uh, so if you haven't done that yet, uh, please go review us on Apple Podcasts. Notice me. I uh, refuse. I don't use Apple products. <laughs> I don't either, but you know, I still do go to the site and do a review. Google review. Can you do that? <laughs> uh, it doesn't. Nope. Uh, it doesn't exist. Uh, basically, the reason that you do uh, Apple Podcast reviews is because RSS uses that uh, oh. to keep track of everything. Uh, right. So they're really the only reviews that fucking matter for podcasts, yeah, example, podcast yeah. reviews. Um, but yeah, if you find another place to review, you can go ahead and do it there. But you'll have Yelp. to send it to us because we only yeah. check Apple. 
Um, so I'd like to thank you all for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dropping Spicy. Follow Mash Those Buttons on Twitter at The Mash Network. Catch our live stream every Tuesday night on twitch.tv slash mash those buttons. All right, Matt, where can we find you on social media? All right, you can catch me on Twitch, Twitter, and Instagram as 3XOMATT. I stream Apex, uh, Pokemon, all kinds of other games. And um, yeah, also catch me on Discord, Steam, and a few other things as EXOMATT. And uh, yeah, come hang out in the Discord and play some games sometime. Hell yeah. yeah. And Whiskey, where can we find you on social media? You can find me in the club. Bottle full of pub. I just listened to a fucking uh, Led Zeppelin remix of that uh, on TikTok earlier. It's actually kind of good. I'll have to find it again. Shoot me the link. Uh, You can find me on the Discord. Best way to do that, because I don't know my number off the top of my head, is to join the Mashables Buttons community and become a spicy boy and then you can find me in there um i'm on instagram whiskey sticks whiskey sticks gaming uh whiskey sticks with two x's for sticks it's awkward i know um <laughs> twitch.tv slash whiskey sticks and i'm also on twitter as whiskey sticks all right and not on facebook because uh, i'm not old as fuck yeah i finally did my facebook uh also shout out to dr shrimpley sorry it's like you're late man uh but we will, we will be releasing this episode either tomorrow or the next day most likely and also call uh, me my yeah. phone number is six so it's five 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 four six no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh man and you can find me on twitter twitch orgy youtube and pretty much everywhere else at nerfkinder please that's n-e-r-f-k-i-n-d-e-r-p-l-s and like he said, uh, join the Mash Those Buttons community on Discord at mash.gg slash Discord. Again, that is mash.gg slash Discord. You can follow us on Twitch at twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash mash those buttons. Please send us your Apex feedback and stories and questions while you're there. And don't forget to share the show with others and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. If you want to go directly to the link to do that, you can go to droppingspicy.com slash Apple Podcasts. <coughs> excuse me <laughs> if you want the direct link the rss feed and all of our other shows though best place to do that is mashdosebuttons.com you can visit mtb.gg support to see all of the ways you can support mash those buttons including our humble bundle affiliate link and our paytel one-time donation button but if you'd like to take your support one step further you can do that by joining our patreon at patreon.com slash mash those buttons where we have tiers starting at one dollar a month and you can gain early access to content as well as exclusive content, including extra spicy. Please come check out our new partner as well on Twitter at Team Kinetics. That's K I N E T I C Z. They are an esports organization dedicated to their community, and they drive they strive to be the top organization in the gaming scene by providing you with quality content from their players and participating in gaming oriented events. They accept a wide range of ages and platforms and give everyone a chance to be something. Please stay tuned after the show to hear about the other shows on our network. That's going to be it from us here at Dropping Spicy. I'm going to try not to die. <laughs> Just breathe. Uh, Just breathe. Uh, okay. Did I say PayTel? Shut up, SD. <laughs>
Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. If you enjoyed the show, you should check out MashThoseButtons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at Patreon.com slash MashThoseButtons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at Twitter.com slash The Mash Network, Facebook.com slash Mash Those Buttons, or join our Discord at mash.gg slash Discord. 